This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heard every Sunday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Let's go to Mars. In H.G. Wells' The War of the Worlds, Martians seek to escape their dying planet by invading Earth. A far more likely scenario, however, is that we Earthlings will be the ones to colonize the Red Planet. And not necessarily to escape our own dying planet, but simply because, well, we can. And given the right political climate, this could begin to unfold fairly quickly. This is a truly anomalous formation. It's unlike anything that we've seen so far. We're trying not to go too nuts up here, but we think there's a good chance that this could be water. Of course, if that's correct, then we may have found the key to permanent human colonization. Robert Zubrin, president and founder of the Mars Society, points out that among extraterrestrial bodies in our solar system, Mars is unique in that it possesses all the raw materials required to support not only life, but a new branch of human civilization. Mars is about the future. Uh, A Humans to Mars program would say to every young person in those countries, learn your science and you can become part of pioneering a new world. Finally, though, it is about the future itself, which is, you know, if we do what we can do in our time, which is establish that first human foothold on Mars, then two, three hundred years from now, there will be a new branch or perhaps several new branches of human civilization on Mars. While NASA fiddles with unmanned rovers and probes, Zubrin's grassroots Mars Society envisions the beginning stages of colonizing Mars in ten years. Their Mars Direct plan, first proposed at the Society's founding convention in 1998, is for a relatively low-cost manned mission to Mars utilizing current rocket technology. In the Mars Direct plan, you do the mission with two launches of a heavy lift booster comparable to the Saturn V moon rockets we used um, in the 60s. The first one sends to Mars an Earth return vehicle with no one in it. Now that lands on Mars and then it brings with it a small supply of hydrogen, which it reacts with the Martian atmosphere, which is mostly carbon dioxide, to produce a large supply of methane, oxygen, rocket propellant. So now you have a fully fueled Earth return vehicle sitting waiting for you on Mars. Once that self-fueling operation is done, then you shoot the other rocket, which shoots the crew out to Mars. They land on Mars in that. That becomes their house on Mars. They land in the immediate vicinity of the Earth return vehicle. They use that as their base while they explore Mars for a year and a half. And then at the end of that time, they get in the Earth return vehicle and they fly home. They leave their habitat behind on Mars. So each time you do this, you add another habitat to the base. And pretty soon you've created the beginning of the first human settlement on a new world. Such an effort to colonize Mars would begin with altering the current climate and atmosphere to more closely resemble that of Earth's. The process of transforming the Martian atmosphere to create a more hospitable living environment is called terraforming. Mars Society founder, Robert Zubrin. Well, if human beings were to go to Mars and artificially produce uh, artificial greenhouse gases in large amounts, and and we could warm the planet and cause the water that's now frozen in the soil to melt out and activate the water cycle on Mars, and then you could spread plants on Mars, and they would create oxygen. And and this could really be done. Um, This is a very large-scale project. It would take centuries, but but it could, in fact, be done. The case for colonizing Mars is simple, and sci-fi writer Ray Bradbury said it best. 
What's the use of looking at Mars through a telescope, sitting on panels, or writing books, if it isn't just to guarantee the survival of mankind, but mankind surviving forever? I'm Richard Serrett. Richard Serrett's Conspiracy Show airs live every Sunday night at 11 on Zoomer Radio, AM 740. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.